The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Look at Pharaoh. God said, go down there and tell Pharaoh, let my son go. If he doesn't let my son go, I'm going to kill his son. Pharaoh wouldn't let him go. Notice what happened. The death angel came down to Egypt. How many houses did the death angel touch? Every house of the Egyptians, every one of them. He didn't miss one. How about Pharaoh? After Moses left with the children of Israel, they parted the Red Sea. He went to the Red Sea. Once he got on the other side of the Red Sea, God says, stick the rod back out over the sea. Then the sea came back and swallowed up Pharaoh. How many of Pharaoh and his army got swallowed up? All of them. God doesn't miss one. Everybody that's connected with what has just happened to you, God is not going to miss a one. He's going to visit every house that's affected you because he said, touch not my anointing. This is Bill Winston, and welcome to another program. The program that you're watching is called The Believer's Walk of Faith, where we walk by faith and not by sight. Praise God. Well, we have an exciting teaching for you today. We're teaching on the church in power. Now, we're talking about how Israel was in Egypt, coming out of Egypt, but Pharaoh didn't want to let him go. Well, what had to happen? Power. Praise God. You see, God said by natural strength, he's not going to let you go. But by his hand, the power of God, Pharaoh's going to let you go. Now, Egypt, Israel had to get out of Egypt. They had to fulfill their destiny. And what we're talking about is fulfilling the church's destiny. We have been resisted by the forces of evil. But now it's time for you and me to be about our Father's business. We're going to reach our destiny. Get your Bibles and pencils and papers ready. Get ready to take some good notes now. Let's find out how we're talking about a church in power. God is, is placing you in a sphere of influence. And what has happened is the church has tried to speak to all of those kingdoms of the enemy from one location from this church physical location. Whereas God never planned for that, that the kingdom way is for the church to raise up somebody in politics. The church to raise up somebody in business. The church to raise up somebody in arts and entertainment, sports and so forth and so on. And they be the voice. Got it? Now, if you know that you have the vengeance of the Lord and that they cannot touch you. You got something right there. Hold something right there. And just go with me real quick to Psalm 75. Look what it says here, starting at verse 6. The, for promotion cometh neither from the east nor from the west, 
nor from the south. But God is the judge. Now he put it down one and he'll set up another. Now what did it just say? Who's the judge? God is the judge. You'll find that God is the judge in Psalm 82. You'll find that God is the judge in Isaiah 33 and 22. God is the judge. Now, why am I telling you this? Because he's the judge. Because you've just stepped off into a system that is unjust. You've just been planted in a kingdom that injustice is the name of the game. The, the slavery for America never could have persisted if the government didn't participate. See, Satan had the mountain. Mountain is called government. He had it. And as long as he had it, he can inflict injustice. But now if you go in there and speak, you're going to have to speak not fearful of what's going to happen to me. And if you know that the Holy Ghost and the anointing is all around you, and no one, his job is to execute vengeance upon any person coming against you. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Every tongue that shall rise against you in judgment shall be condemned. If you know that's what's going to happen, you'll walk in there with all boldness. You'll go before the Supreme Court. You'll go before the White House. You'll go before Congress. You'll go before anybody. Say, thus saith the Lord. Got it? But because we haven't been preached vengeance, we've been victims. Because we need that to strengthen us. Are you following what I'm saying? So in this particular place, he said, God is a judge. Now, why do I say that? Because Joseph now is, is, is now saying something, he's doing something, turning Potiphar's wife down. All of a sudden, he's accused of sexual harassment. Now, if that's a system, he's going to be tried. And if the system is unjust, he's going to be found guilty. And if that's the only judge you can appeal to, then you're going to have to suffer the consequences. But God is the judge. I can take it to a higher court. And he will execute vengeance and justice for everybody that's oppressed. Now, this is very important. Now, you might not see it's important, but it's, this applies to you too. This is saying that anything in your house that's not right, God is still the judge. Say amen to that. Oh, Jesus. So here is, here is now watch this now. I'm, I'm applying all this that I've taught you. Here is Joseph. He's now being falsely accused. Didn't do anything. Matter of fact, he ran from this woman. But she had falsely accused him. I think Mr. Potiphar knew the truth, but he just didn't want to face his wife, you know. And, uh, <laughs> but that's, that's my opinion. That, that's not in the book. That's just my opinion. And what happened? They put him in jail. 
Now he's in jail, falsely accused. Watch. Verse 20. And Joseph's master took him and put him in prison, a place where the king's prisoners were bound. And he was there in prison. But the Lord was with Joseph. He showed him mercy and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison, so forth and so on. Verse 1 of chapter 40. And it came to pass after these things that the butler of the king of Egypt and his baker had offered their lord the king of Egypt, uh, had offended uh, their lord the king of Egypt. And Pharaoh was wroth against two of his officers, against the chief of the butlers and against the chief of the bakers, and he put him in ward and he put him in prison. Verse 5, and then they dreamed a dream. All right. Now they called Joseph, verse 6, and Joseph came to them in the morning. He looked upon them, and behold, they were sad. And he asked Pharaoh's officers that were with him in the ward of his Lord's house, saying, Wherefore look ye so sad today? Why did he ask that question? Because he wasn't sad. Now this is, I want you to get this because this is the key. They just mistreated you. But you didn't get angry. You didn't get sad. Because if you got sad, you'd lose your joy. And you need joy to connect with God for your deliverance. Now, I'm, I'm telling you this now. What I'm saying, who do you think was behind Mrs. Potiphar doing this? The devil. So who is the one that you should accuse? The devil. Mrs. Potiphar don't have know what she's doing. She just see this young boy there, and she getting older, and uh, you know, and so forth. My point to you is, is they may offend you, but in vengeance for it to operate, you can't lose your joy. See, if you, the joy of the Lord is your strength. It's through joy, Isaiah 12, that you draw water out of the well of salvation. So you're going to get unlimited revelation if you hang on to joy. And you need revelation for restoration. Am I talking too much here? Now you get what I'm saying here because somebody might have offended you, but vengeance is his, not yours. I said, not yours. You don't even have a right to be mad at him. I'm talking better than you saying amen now. No, you don't. The Bible says when they say all manner of evil against you falsely, rejoice. I said, it said rejoice. For great is your reward. 
The enemy is trying to cut you off. Somebody said, if he can't steal your joy, he can't keep your goods. Now, in his opinion, he thinks he got Jesus cut off. But the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2, for the joy that was set before Jesus, he endured the cross, despising the shame. He wasn't ashamed. He despised the shame. He kept his joy even on that cross. Why? Because he had to come up. He was coming up out of there. And I'm saying right now, don't you have another down day. I don't care how your finances look. I don't care what your boss man just did. I don't care. I'm saying the number one job of the Holy Ghost is to execute vengeance upon every person that's coming against God's people, and no one will escape him. I just gave it to you out of the prophet's mouth. No one will escape him. Look at Pharaoh. Look at what happened. God said, go down there and tell Pharaoh, let my son go. If he doesn't let my son go, I'm going to kill his son. And notice what happened. Pharaoh wouldn't let him go. Notice what happened. The death angel came down through Egypt. How many houses did the death angel touch? Every house of the Egyptians. Every one of them. He didn't miss one. How about Pharaoh? After Moses left with the children of Israel, they parted the Red Sea. He went through the Red Sea. Once he got on the other side of the Red Sea, God says, stick the rod back out over the sea. And the rod and the sea came back and swallowed up Pharaoh. How many of Pharaoh and his army got swallowed up? All of them. God doesn't miss one. Everybody that's connected with what has just happened to you, God is not going to miss a one. He's going to visit every house that's affected you because he said, touch not my anointing. And that's a law. Now, if you know that kind of thing is happening, it's not because God is angry. It's not because God hates people. He loves people. But he has got a timetable that must be fulfilled. It's a divine programmed moment that's got to be fulfilled in the universe. And he's called you to do it. And something is trying to block your destiny. Whatever's trying to block your destiny, the Holy Ghost is sent in the latter days with the latter rain to deal with the problem and make you beautiful in the process. Everything that's making you uncomfortable, is gonna, he's going to remove it and you're going to be comfortable from now on. He's going to want to make it so that you can sleep at night and have no worries. Say amen to that. Oh, I'm preaching hard right now. The joy of the Lord, it's your strength. I said the joy of the Lord, it's the oil of joy. Over in Psalms it says fresh oil, fresh oil. Sometimes just put your hand up and say, Lord, give me a dose of fresh oil and watch him pour it on you. It's not you, it's a supernatural joy. You don't have any right naturally to be joyful, but that when the Holy Ghost joy comes on you, you'll start dancing and don't even have nothing to dance about.
because vengeance hadn't been preached, we've been victims. But now it's going to be preached. Now your expectation is going to go up a little higher. Now let's, think, let's think about this now. Because now joy was on him, and because joy was on him, he could give them the interpretation of revelation of what they dreamed. Because joy was on him, he drew water out of the well of salvation. Now when Potiphar called him up there, he could tell him what he dreamed. But if mourning was on him, he'd be separated from his revelation, and he couldn't get out of where he was. Are you with me? Now, let's just look at one more, because you've looked at this before, but I want you to look at it again, because I want to drive this right into your spirit. This is going to be a bump today. I'm going to bump this thing. Because, see, from now, I don't want you to get all thrown out when somebody all of a sudden gets promoted around you. You know, you say, now, wait a minute. What, did, what happened there? And then you start fighting for yourself. You're not going to even fight your own battles anymore. No longer will you have to fight your own battles. They're going to be fought for you. The, the Holy Ghost, I'm telling you, he took note of everything that just happened to you, and everybody that's involved in it going to have to deal with it. Now, turn to Daniel chapter 6. Do you hear what I'm telling you? This is breakthrough preaching right here. This is what you need. You need, you need to know what, what the truth is, where you stand. What is it that you have to fight with? And we haven't been taught this. And I asked God, I said, well, well why have people been taught this? He said, well, you only pour water on ground that's thirsty. And see, it came to me when I was dealing with this bank and I was up against it and me and I couldn't capitalize. And every time I got there and thought I had the money, the money wasn't there and so forth. I said, man, there's something in the spirit that's holding me up. It's, it's not something natural that's holding me up. And then all of a sudden, this thing started coming through. Lord, what happened? The vengeance of the Lord. The vengeance of the Lord says, God says, step aside, I'll take over. And when he says step aside, he'll take over. He's going to clear the way and everything that's hindering your process progress will have to be dealt with. So we got some things we got to do. God's got something in you he's got to do. He's got something. He's got a business. He's got a ministry. He's got an orphanage in prison. He might want us to take, instead of putting more men in prison, maybe he wants us to use it for a boarding school. And he'd take them, and when they go in there, let's take a whole lot of vocations in there, welding and aircraft mechanic. Let's take them into the prison. And now we're training them so when they come out, they can get a job. They can make a job. They can have, come on now, instead of just locking them up. That's injustice. You bring them out, they don't have a chance. They don't have a citizenship. They don't have anything. Now what they're going to do, suppose you have a business big enough that you could take it and just hire all of them, ex-offenders, and train them and mentor them and so forth. Come on now, are you following what I'm saying? That's what it means, and they shall build. Now, we're not talking about building over 50 years. We're talking about any time that you're doing something and recovering something in the financial realm, it's going to be done speedily. Oh, I got to go into that next. That's what I'm saying. Anybody in this church, anybody anywhere that does not want justice is on the wrong team. 
The kingdom of God is coming with justice. Oh, it's got love to it. It's got integrity to it. It's got all these things. But justice is one of the main areas of God. And we have seen a lot of injustice, not just here. I'm talking about in the world. But here we come now. The problem solvers. The problem solvers. And get this, when, when we walk in there, we're going to walk in with solutions and authority. Authority over every demon spirit that's organizing the gangs in prison. We're going to have authority. Come on now. You realize how many people that are born again that may have gone to prison still have a gift inside of them? I'm not just taking them. I'm taking people who um, unwed, unwed mother, homeless mothers, whatever have you, um, anybody, orphanage, orphan children, whatever, we're going to be able to do something about it. Amen. The money is just not there so we can buy a third Cadillac. It's, it's there so that we can rebuild the cities. I said we can rebuild the cities. And we're going to rebuild it. Folks, I'm telling you, the government is doing all they can. They don't have no money. That's your money they're trying to use. But here comes the church. And now we're going to have the right attitude because we're going to care about everybody. Daniel chapter 6. Daniel had an excellent spirit. And that's where you're going in there. Because you're going in there with something inside of you that other people don't have. Now, don't try to feel it while you're sitting in here. Just know when you go into the environment, the anointing going to come on you for it. Now, what happened? They were promoting Daniel. The devil got mad. He got the counselors, the governors, all these people and said, hey, make a law against his God. They made a law that you can't pray to any other God except the king or his God. What did Daniel do? Went up in his room, opened up the window. When you know who you are, Folks, those Bibles never should have come out of those schools. Look, look at the schools now and look at them talking about bringing in the National Guard. Folks, the problem with the world is the church. They're waiting on us. They don't have any solutions. That's the best thing they can think of is the National Guard. Now you're about to have war. <laughs> what kind of deal is that? What am I saying? I'm saying now, here's Daniel. They got him, locked him up, tried him with an unjust system, with an unjust law, and then put him in the prison, put him in the lion's den. But once he got in there, the king couldn't sleep. And then Daniel came in and called him Daniel. 
Daniel called out to him, long live the king. The king brought him out. Now notice, Daniel wasn't mad at the king. People are not your problem. If you ever try to take people to the court of heaven, it won't work. They're only being used. You got to bring the puppet master and bring him to the court. Well, look what Daniel did. He came out, notice what the king did, rounded up everybody that made that law and pushed him in the lion's den. Daniel didn't tell him to do that. King, why don't you just round up everyone up? No, you didn't have to. You don't have to fight your battle. You don't have to get even with another person. I'm helping you now. Sickness is going to start falling off your body. Anything making you uncomfortable is going to have to let you go because of the anointing that is on your life. Oh, praise the Lord. I trust that you enjoyed that teaching. Now, I, you know, we're talking about a church in power, talking about as the children of Israel coming out of Egypt, remember what happened? That Pharaoh tried to stop them and Moses had to demonstrate God's power for them to be set free. Well, the same thing about our lives. As we go forward, the enemy may be resisting us, but God's going to demonstrate his power and his favor on our behalf so we make sure that we reach our destinies. Now, this is what's going to happen to you right now. Now, this and other teachings like it are in this series called Your Day of Justice. Now, this is your day. In other words, there might be some things in your life or there might have been some occurrences in your life that maybe you've not been promoted like you should have or somebody may have taken something from you illegally or whatever have you. Well, maybe the systems of the world didn't do you justice, but God will do you justice. And the way you get a hold of that is by faith. Well, how does faith come? By hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So as you take these series of tapes and, or, or teachings and begin to just listen to them, listen to them, faith will come so that you can access this blessing for your life. This is a powerful series of teaching, your day of justice. Praise God. Well, this is Bill Winston. That's all we have for this time. We'll see you next time. Until then, keep walking by faith. Now is the set time for justice to prevail on God's people who have been oppressed with forces that have sat on their destiny. Justice is one of the main channels through which heaven's economy shall manifest. So whatever is now tampering with your destiny in God, whatever's after your peace, your progress, your career, your business, your children, God is going to command vengeance. In this timely teaching by Dr. Bill Winston, your confidence is reestablished and hope is restored for receiving your day of justice. God has kept records of everything that has been done to you, that has been stolen from you, that has been defrauded from you, that has been robbed from you. God has records and today, in this series, Dr. Bill Winston reveals why this set time cannot be stopped. God brings forth justice, not you. Vengeance is not hate, but the love of justice and so much more.
to order your copy of Your Day of Justice, simply write to Bill Winston Ministries, P.O. Box 947, Oak Park, Illinois 60303. Buy bank card at 1-800-711-9327 or online at www.billwinston.org. The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers.